Watch who? And welcome to the Two Watch Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, like, new, that's, that's my new, new jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so um, welcome back, listeners, who have been on this journey with us so far. And I, really? I haven't said that before, so I just thought I'd say that. Ah, that's nice. This one has been a journey. So this is our third part of the Daleks Master Plan, the twelve-part epic. We had to just, we had to do it bit by bit, didn't we? This is the last one. Yep, week three. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I've just got one thing. I've just got something to start with from last time. Yep. We had that Liverpool chat. It definitely was set in Liverpool. The Feast of Stephen, <laughs> definitely set. In Liverpool. Yeah. You, as soon as we as finished soon as we recording, finished, yeah, you, I went, it up. you went, it is. And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, fine. So there we go. Just in case anyone was wondering from last week. And also, well, look, Dalek's master plan. We've talked about Katerina a lot. I really like talking about Katerina. Yeah, I know you do. And this is the only chance, <laughs> five episode wonder, Katerina, this is the only chance <laughs> that we're going to get to talk about her. Five episode wonder. <laughs> so... I I just happened to show you uh, Doctor Who magazine uh, from 1986. I've got it right here. This rustling is... So, congratulations on reading your first Doctor Who magazine. Summer 1986. And it just happens to have an interview with Katerina herself, Adrian Hill. Is it Adrian? Adrian Hill. Adrian Hill. That's what I'd say. Yeah. So... You were just having a bit of a, a, a skim through while yeah. we were watching the... Well, not while we were watching the episode, <laughs> before and after. You were obviously yeah. concentrating on <laughs> on these episodes. So you were just going to read out a few of the highlights that you've seen. Yeah. So here we go. Highlights for Mark from myself. Okay, so Doctor Who magazine. Let's go. <laughs> How do you feel about all the publicity you've been getting recently... For what boils down to a month's work of 21 years ago? Good question. Adrian Hill. It's just amazing. I couldn't believe it at first because I'd forgotten all about Doctor Who. That's like, <laughs> great, sums it all. I mean, a great deal of things have happened to me since 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I went... I went away to live in the States for a long time, and that must have been when Doctor Who became really popular, because apparently, like, in the 60s, it mustn't have been. Anyway. And even when I came back, I knew nothing of it until Gay Search tracked me. I knew nothing until Gay Search tracked me down for the Radio Time special. Until then, I never realised Doctor Who was so big. I must admit, I feel a bit of a fraud only being in five episodes. I agree. <laughs> there we go. Um, here's wrong. another one. Next one. How did you come to land a major party, Doctor Who? Quite by chance. I was understudy to Maggie Smith <laughs> in Mary Mary. And one day <laughs> and one day she was ill and I had to go on in her place. It was my lucky break because Victor Ritellis was in the audience and he was the PA on Doctor Who. He asked me to go along to the BBC to read for Verity Lambert and Dougie Camfield. That was for another part before Katerina, which Jean Marsh eventually got as a sister of Richard the Lionheart. Yes, so I completely forgot to tell you that 
Sarah Kingdom, Jean Marsh, yeah. played Joanna in The Crusade. Now, is she the one that we liked that did the amazing speech? Yeah. Ah! The sister, the sister of the king. Ah, and we liked that her is, speech. It was yeah. proper dramatic, wasn't it? You should put, you don't really recognise her as No, no, Sarah I never would have put that together. Yeah, I totally forgot to say that. I'll continue. I don't think I was quite tall enough. <laughs> what, for Katerina? Uh, for... Oh, Joanna. Joanna. <laughs> Um, but then Dougie asked us both back a few months later to appear in the Dalek story. We just got a phone call out the blue. <laughs> uh, I have one more. Oh, can I do this whole section because you'll find it funny? Okay, okay. Okay. So it's a clip about... Um, it's about her death, basically. So how did they film it? Uh, we just did that on a trampoline with the cameras <laughs> filming behind <laughs> Um, so I should have gone a bit before, but we just got straight in. <laughs> How did they film it? We did that on a trampoline with the cameras filming below us, jumping up and down, somersaults a lot. I was very proud of that, and I'm terribly sorry it's been lost. It was very acrobatic and quite painful. <laughs> I remember Doug Sheldon, who was the villain, and I phoned each other up the next morning to commiserate. He said, can you move because I can't. <laughs> And then Doctor Who magazine asks, had you been on a trampoline before? <laughs> and Adrian Hill says, no, I hadn't. <laughs> but if an actress goes to an interview and is asked, can you do this? She always says, yes. And then goes away and finds out how to do it afterwards. Well, I can tell you, I discovered muscles in my back I never <laughs> knew I had. Of course, the whole idea was totally inaccurate because in reality, our bodies would have been blown into a million pieces, not always floating about gracefully with my hair streaming behind me. <laughs> I agree. Here we go. Do you know what? I'm never going to go on a trampoline again without thinking about Katerina. No. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for those um, thoughts and uh, those extracts from Doctor Who magazine. Yeah. I just, I just love the Katerina talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was some when we were watching. We'll get into it, but okay. no, actually, I'll say it now. Okay. When we were watching this, and you were talking about um, some of the other side characters, it doesn't matter. We can talk about it. The Egyptians, and you went, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I just don't connect with them. I'm, they're just, they're just not like Edith. <laughs> <laughs> Edith and the Time Meddler. <laughs> Never forget. Um. <laughs> Hashtag Edith. <laughs> Well, um, let's get into the episode. I've got a thing to read a bit later on, so I've got some extra to read. Our I little, know we've gone very literary. We have lots of time. lots of excerpts to read. I mean, um, mine involved trampolines and not knowing Doctor Who was a big thing. And... <laughs> yeah. Although at one point she says, "Oh yes, over the moon." I thought it was a super show, and it was something that we all watched avidly. So, like, she obviously knew it was a big thing. Whatever. There we are. Whatever. Um, so, we are on episodes 9 to 12 of the Daleks' Master Plan. One exists, episode 10 exists, and the others we did the loose cannon reconstructions, which we've got very used to by now. Yeah, yeah, we have. I said to you, I think it was the first one, I started watching it, and it was a good, like, 20 seconds or so before I went to you, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that this stops. Yeah, it's just pictures. Yeah, yeah I, I sort of forgot that that happens mm. because it's done so well that mm. I, I just sort of, 
yeah, adapted to it. And it's just, it's we're so used to the pictures now that when anything moves, we're like, oh, actually, wow, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, actually film footage. Yeah. Um, well, let's go in order. Let's go through. I've got some notes, and we'll just talk through these episodes as much in order as we usually do. It goes all over the place, but. I think everyone's used to that by now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. So we're on episode nine, Golden Death, which is a missing one. And we land in Egypt. That's quite impressive, isn't it? Well, uh, that's the pyramids of the seventh wonder of this ancient world. I should say the word impressive is rather an understatement. <laughs> yes, you could be right. <laughs> I went, oh, second like... Egypt, when you went, no, it was the Aztecs last time. <laughs> they are oh, similar, yeah. similar things. It's hot, Just went the to, sand. Or, or. Went back to the costumes and we're like, yeah. what have we got? Um, it's a bit strange because I, I, when we were talking about this, you see the pyramids or the model pyramids and you get the close-up. There's a few hieroglyphics. But it looks like scaffolding. Yeah, it does, yeah. Like So I think what they're trying to say is that they've been building these pyramids, you know, it's wooden scaffolding. But it just looks like... The normal. set, it like, just looks just like normal scaffolding. Yeah. It's Egyptian, not like studio scaffolding, basically. Yeah, yeah it looks crap. Which is just, re- it's just really odd, isn't it? Because I, w- I said, well, if you're going to do Egypt, you got the sand, and you got, you know, you could really go. But there's not budget for that, I suppose. Yeah. I'm actually, there's a bit of sand later on. Maybe they used it <laughs> in the last episode. All the <laughs> Maybe sand. Maybe they used all the sand. Yeah. But it's just, it just distracts me just to see. I just think, oh, that's a studio. I completely forget that it's in Egypt until I see the Egyptians. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, but I do yeah. because you're right. It it just looks like set or it, it looks so much like scaffolding. And it, like you said, I get it. They're obviously building pyramids or building whatever. That is. Or building the set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They were just better than, oh, we'll put it here. But no, I think it's. Yeah, it's so distracting. It it completely takes you out of... Until I see an Egyptian, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. And we have... Um, so we had the monk last time. Yeah. In our New Year's special. And he comes back in this. I was a little bit confused at the beginning of this one because they're saying about the monk is following them or they've got a... There's a ship... I I, I start to lose the plot. I followed that <laughs> Literally. bit. Literally. I followed that bit. It was later I got... Confused. Yeah. So we've got William Hartnell's a bit croaky at the beginning, yeah. we noticed. Yeah. Uh, he's got a nice sun hat, though, for Egypt. Clothes watch. Yeah. Um, what were you thinking about the monk? Were you surprised to see him back? Because you mm. thought it was a bit of a cameo last time. but Yes, but they had the whole, he was like, I'll get you, or whatever he said. This won't be the last you'll hear of me. And then Stephen goes, I don't think that'll be the last we hear of him. <laughs> so to some extent, it wasn't too much of a surprise in that this was such a long storyline. It was like, oh, and here's a monk. It felt really slow, though. My next note just says nothing happened. Oh, nothing. I and, fell asleep. And actually, this is the first time, listeners, that Sarah has actually fallen asleep. <laughs> I think we've been very close in the Myth Makers when yeah. we stopped and got food. <laughs> but this, I... You had to I wake like, me up. Um, <laughs> or I said I said some comment really loud to make you, you wake up. I was like, oh, what's happening there? Oh, the monk, the TARDIS is the... Like, I you said, said something, something I said and I something about up. the TARDIS and you're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, I... but Nothing happened. But one, we've got this far, like season three, without <laughs> any sleep, that is... I mean... 
put that's it this, pretty good. So put it this way, me and Mark have watched a lot of films together. We've <laughs> watched a lot of stuff. I've fallen asleep through a lot of There's our stuff. a lot stuff. of films, yeah. I've fallen asleep through a lot of our films, haven't I? And yeah. So for us to get this far... It's hot day. It's, it's one of those days, though, isn't it? <laughs> it was really hard because nothing really happened. And no, you had I to, agree. You had to read... Like, there wasn't even any sound. Like, it was just a lot of reading... Yeah, so on the loose cannon reconstructions, you've got like the, the sort of subtitle, like the doctor picks up a spanner or, you know, yeah. that thing. And there's a lot of that. Because when the monk lands, he, I think there's a lot of, again, physical comedy hiding behind. I think the doctor goes behind the TARDIS, then the monk yeah. comes out, monk puts on his sunglasses or whatever he yeah, does. Yeah, that looked funny. Then the doctor comes. Like, it's just silence, though. So you're just sitting there watching just this still. You're just reading. And it doesn't help. And I, you know, I love all this stuff. You know, I've got the CD, but at least on the CD you got Peter Purvis saying what's going on. You're not just reading this text yeah. and this still picture. So I, I agree. It was hard. But well but... done. <laughs> <laughs> and in case people want to know, we did two episodes, went out for a curry, <laughs> eat out to help out. We did eat out and, and help out. And then came out. back and did the last two episodes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, which is not a good idea. We should not eat before we record because we get very tired. Yeah, but then I got a whole bag of round trees random, so I'm like, I'm psyched right now. I'll crash the, after this. And the man from the restaurant <laughs> ran down the road because my car didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's very embarrassing. <laughs> I went, Mark, you go back. I'll go and get the round like, trees. We walked a long way down the road. Yeah, This man him. followed us down the road, and I had to go all the way back into the restaurant. <laughs> And get my I car just... to work again. I felt like I'd stolen the Tranium car. <laughs> he was like, I'm back, you know. Yeah, he went along. So long... embarrassing. It, it was, was a whole of, like, Canton Street. Yeah, it, it was. It was a whole of the street. It was. It was a good, like, two, three minutes. And it was really awkward walking back with him. In, in silence. silence. On my own. I went to Tesco and got round trees random. Oh, and he so... did it. Because we had another two episodes then to we go. Had, then we did the last two, yeah. Yeah, so... because I'd already fallen asleep in one. Yeah. So, and then we'd, and then, because you were like, do we need to stop? And I went, no, let's do the other one, because I know we can watch this. Mm. And then we will So, um, yeah, so Golden Death, nothing happened. (laughs) Why was it even called Golden Death? I'm not sure. No. And, like, I even said to you, I was like, so why did he put him in, why did he make him a mummy? that's the cliffhanger. You've got Stephen and Sarah, like, oh, there's a hand, it's going to be like an Egyptian mummy, but it's the monk being wrapped in bandages by the doctor. But why? Um, so I'm just going to sort of skip ahead. <laughs> so this is the episode where, yeah, the Doctor just disappears halfway through. Mm. For not any good reason. I mean, he's... Oh, no, he's wandering around, isn't he? It's either this one or the next. He sort of disappears for a little bit. And Stephen and Sarah, and you've got Mavic Chen and the Daleks and the mm. Egyptians doing all of their thing. And I was saying it's, a, it's interesting that he's just disappeared because later on in the Destruction of Time... He is not in half that episode. He's at not all. in like ninety percent. So of I it. was saying, like maybe there's there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff going down, and I don't know if he's getting ill or that's why he was croaky a bit, or they're trying to cut down his lines. But Stephen and Sarah are taking on a lot of the action, mm. and the Doctor is very much sidelined. Uh, yeah, okay. So w- it's interesting you say that because here in this interview. <laughs> Well, we had Adrian Hill. <laughs> Did your predecessor, Maureen O'Brien, impart any advice to you as her replacement? 
sorry, Paige film. Um, not, <laughs> not especially, but I remember her being very friendly to me. I went out and had lunch with her and Peter Purvis, I bet. Mm. We'll talk about that. And they told me what to expect. The tight schedule, how to cope with Bill when he forgot his lines. Bill was terrified of drying, and that used to make him a little bit canter... Um, canter... Cantercurus? What, what's Cantankerous. Tankan- thanks, Mark. Can- I can't even... Can- 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 <laughs> I can't even say it. Tan- can- <laughs> Cantankerous. 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 Okay. Cantankerous. I can't look at that word. Cantankerous. Okay. Um, He was really nice to me. He took me under his wings. I told him that I'd done very little television and he undertook to become my mentor and gave me benefit of his wide experience. But then later on, she says something about how basically he was really difficult. There was another bit where they go, wasn't he hard work? And they say, she was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find it, but... Uh, they do say. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah it's start. this is the point where it's starting to get... And I don't know if you remember, way back in our Edge of Destruction episode, you said... Go on. <laughs> you were like, maybe when he's starting to get his lines wrong and mess up, and they were like, you said, oh, weren't they like, oh, should we have given them this job? Should yeah. we have done this? And I was like, wait until it gets a little bit further down the line. This is where it really does. I mean, you don't know it's actually, he's not messing up his lines. I mean, we've had much worse, but I think it's so much behind the scenes that they're actually just not giving him the dialogue as much. Oh, yeah. And you just notice that he's not there very very much. He gets, like, the big moment. Oh, yeah, so not... he comes out and he does that exchange. So we're into the next episode, Escape Switch, <laughs> where he does the Terranian exchange. And he, yeah. he says his lines. He does it with conviction. I am now handing over the Terranium Core to Mavic Chen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that wasn't... <laughs> but he, I thought yeah, it was he, spot on, Mark. He, he, he does that, but then he just sort of walks in, does a speech, that's him done for the week, off he goes to rest again, while the others carry on the story, and there's yeah. a lot more Mavic Chen and dialects, and by this point in this story, I feel like we have seen these scenes again and again. It's the same scenes we saw in episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is. It is a very draggy story. And also, the monk stuff. It's great to see the monk back, but I, you know, it adds nothing. It's the same scenes as the time meddler. Oh, you've done. You've messed my TARDIS. Or they're swapping over the TARDIS, and he's like, "I'll get you for this." And it's exactly the same as the end of the time meddler. Part of it. The best part was him getting. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yes. Accept this. What's that? That is the directional unit of the Monk's TARDIS. Directional? But with this we can get back to Kimball. Told you that, at the end of season two. So the Doctor takes the directional unit of the Monk's TARDIS, which you said he should have done in the Time Meddler. <sighs> Finally, well maybe they were just waiting for you know the right reason to use that. Yeah. Because without that they wouldn't get back to Kemble. Well, they didn't really. I mean, it was just potluck in the end, wasn't it? <laughs> Um, also just while we're on it so he has that whole strop doesn't he about it because he's like oh we got here and um, Sarah Super Trooper she like um, she says like but it, she sort of challenges him on it and he goes that was always the plan doesn't 
you know. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's like, oh yes, I knew it would work after yeah. saying it wouldn't, and she's yeah. like, hang on a second. She calls him out on it. Yeah, and Stephen says like, oh, that's a doctor. You just have to like accept it, and he just gets on Stephen all the time. Like it feels like more than Ian. I feel like with Stephen, he is constantly like not like I cannot see him happy with Stephen. But Stephen is written to be argumentative, I think. But I, but because I, I just happen to have Peter Purvis's autobiography here, in which he says, <laughs> "Hang on." Um, Dennis Spooner had talked at great length to me about Stephen's character. He was a headstrong, brave young man who had a lot of ability and skill. Let's face it, I don't think a space pilot was likely to be dumb. He was also going to be quite argumentative, giving him a lot of opportunities to fall out with the Doctor. Bill liked that element in the character as well because it would give him something to bounce off and react to. So it was designed like that. So I, yeah, but I think they do get on and the Doctor likes someone to have a go at and just be like, no, no. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but it, but I get that, but I don't, I don't see yet the relationship of a bond. Well, they haven't had the stories or the moments. It's been very non-stop. Vicky They're always going, non-stop. Stephen was injured for half this story. Mm. Katarina Not half died. This story. <laughs> and now Katarina died. <laughs> they, you know, it's been a yeah. long. They haven't had that. Let's time. just say half this story because this story has gone on forever. You know, they were going to have so. a holiday, but it ended up in Galaxy Four. Yeah, you know, I just, I just feel a little bit like it. They've not, like, no, Vicky I, has had Vicky had that t- like bonded with him. You know. Yeah, but you never had Ian and the Doctor having spending that much time together. Yeah, but they, I think they had a common. Like Ian was still challenge the Doctor, but they did have a common. The Doctor and Ian would get annoyed, like, but they did have a common... He did like Ian. I felt like he did like him. I feel like with Stephen, he's just someone that's on the journey with him. I don't feel like he has... Maybe because Ian and that were at the beginning and then these are people just on the journey with him then. Yeah. Well, Vicky, I felt he liked Vicky. But that was a replacement for Susan. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just feel like with Stephen, he's just like, it almost just annoys him. Yeah, I th- it's just written like that, and I think they like to play it like that. I think that's, yeah. he, he just has someone to argue with. Yeah. Yeah, it annoys mm. me. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it being argumentative, and I'm fine with it being that, because he would argue with Barbara. Him and Barbara had, like, very heated arguments. But Stephen's got that future science. They're a little bit, not equal, but they're on more of a level. Yeah, completely. space people. But that, but as an audience, like, that's fine. I mean, like, as an audience, we're, like, they might talk about things on the same level, but as an audience, we still, like, understand it on our level. They're still communicating to us on our level. So... It doesn't matter who you are. You you still should be able to read what a relationship is between people. They haven't had fun moments. They haven't, they haven't had, had it's moments. It's been doom and gloom. But also, the Doctor's not around. It's like we've just well, said. Well, that's the thing. He's changed a lot. Because we used to talk about the Doctor 
you know, in season one and season two, the Doctor's doing this, he's like this, his character's like this. Yeah. And now all we're saying is, where is he? What's he doing? He's not... He's off screen. Or or when he is on screen, he's walks in, he does this speech that we... You don't see his inner plans or... No. Yeah, he he's, has changed a lot. Yeah. He has changed a lot. Mm, he's also... He's almost going back again now. He's been like grumpy and dismissive and now he's got really friendly and more sort of human you know with Ian and Barbara and now he's starting to step back again he's like part-time doctor yeah part-time doctor well he is part he's literally part-time doctor Stephen and Sarah are driving the the story and the action yeah with this um sorry so we've gone off track a little bit so escape escape switch it's just Egyptians fighting Daleks. Nothing much else no. happens. The Egyptians never stood a chance. Mavic Chen gets the Terranium Core back. I said to you when we were watching it, I saw the Egyptians and I was like, I just kind of feel sad for them. I felt nothing. And they're not the kind of characters that we can say, oh, that's an Edith. We really like Edith. Or <laughs> Altos and Sabitha from our favourite. Yeah. They're not, they're just, they're just more, just people in the background, just there for a, for the spectacle and for the Daleks to shoot loads of people. And the monk, off he goes, he does his bit. It would have been much poorer without the monk. There wouldn't it wouldn't oh, yeah. have been it would have been really slow and and I, dull. But he just he it was just time metal two. Nothing else new. Well all we would have done though is lose an episode if the yeah, monk well, wasn't. Well we there. should have lost two, yeah. Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah. I think the Egyptians, all they add is they fight against the Daleks. But it was never. It, it wasn't even a. At least when other things fight against the Daleks, you think they might do something. They literally do nothing. At one point, they all die, and then they put some stones in front of the Daleks. And I said to you, I went, "Why aren't the Daleks shooting them when they're putting stones there that seem to be stopping them?" Like none of it made any sense. It was just pointless. That was just a whole pointless thing. It was just pointless. Yeah. It was just to show we've gone to Egypt. The Daleks have gone to Egypt. We've been going to lots of places this entire story. We've had many visits to many places. It's there, over it. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to the abandoned planet. Yeah. So we, back to Kemble. I think it's Kemble, because they said we're not sure if it's Kemble. And why is it called the abandoned planet? Speaking of names, you picked up on something that I hadn't, which was Sarah and Sarah. So it's spelled S-A-R-A. Yeah. And... It happened early on as well. William Hartnell, sometimes he says Sarah. I never noticed so, that. sometimes it's Sarah, and then sometimes it's Sarah. <laughs> I don't know if that'll pick up. Um, sometimes it, I think uh, my take on it is that William Hartnell is reading S-A-R-A in the script, and he can't remember if it's Sarah or Sarah, so he's just sort of getting through. Yeah. And, Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's happened earlier on as well, and it happens in one of these episodes. It's very, you know, and they're not going to go back and sort it out or tell him. And She says in this interview. That's <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Hill. Um, where was it? Some of Bill Hartnell's co-stars have said that he could be difficult to work alongside. Did you ever find that? She says, he used to get a bit crotchety, but it was the drying I remember most. It was a terrifying situation. We couldn't go back and edit things out, so you really had to be on your toes because you really did not know what Bill was going to say or where he was going to go. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that's why they know that, and they're like, let's have him disappear. So, yeah, the um, 
This magazine is providing all of my <laughs> knowledge. This is all my background, like, knowledge. This one article. One interview with uh, Adrian Hill. These two pages. <laughs> just all you need to know. You just need an interview with Adrian Hill and you're sorted. I'm sorted. This is all I need. Well, actually, <laughs> I sound like a fan. Like, like a know-all fan. I've got these two pages here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... So, Abandoned Planet, right? Yeah. Back on Kemble, more, um, I was going to say, more Chav, more Chav, more Mavic Chen. Yeah. Um, we see our delegates again. Yeah. So, we see our favourite one, Chocolate Buttons. We love Chocolate Buttons. Lizard Man, um, Chimley as well. Yeah, you Which didn't... I didn't recognise Chimley from before. I thought he was Buckethead, and you're but right, Buckethead. there, was, there yeah. was already a Buckethead. Yeah. So, um, some of them get killed. The revolution starts to happen against the delegates, and the, by this point, I'm not really interested in that. I'm no, just, no, I'm, I'm done. I love the delegates, and we've said before, haven't we, how much we love the oh, delegates. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even by this point... The, it could have been done more, two ago. Yeah, it's just more Chen and Daleks in that conference room again. Scenes from episode two all over again. Yeah. So not... Um, yeah, I've written here, actually, yeah, Doctor disappeared, so he must have gone off in the abandoned planet. Because I think they land, and they're like, oh, where's the Doctor? He's already gone. And he's, you don't see anything, gone, and then about halfway through the episode, oh, the Doctor's been watching the delegates and the yeah. arguments all along. He followed a Dalek. Which is, William Hartnell's gone for a sit-down for a little bit, and then he's going to come back halfway through. That's, like, I... I but it was, but it's he's not like, only there for the last, like, five minutes. Yeah, that. it's... Like, give him a holiday or... I don't... I mean, he's not due a holiday for a bit. I think he has a holiday a bit later on. Maybe Is this... Because in season one and two, yeah, we had cast members would go off for a whole episode or two. Maybe they don't do that anymore and that's part. That's what it is. It's... he's he's. But then he has to come in that week and film that bit anyway. So yeah. I don't understand why... It must be something to do with William Hartnell. But, um... What did you say though? You said something earlier about in the middle of this he well, fell yeah, out with his. Yeah, he's not getting on with the. And there was a bit of costume. a strike, and he had an argument with some. Like it's really not good behind the scenes. Um, she doesn't say that in her article. <laughs> yeah, well, she'd left by then, hasn't she? She's only in five episodes. <laughs> Although Peter Purvis says in his autobiography <laughs> that he actually went out. Well, he said he had a fling with Adrian Hill and Jean Marsh. I know. This. I know. Well, yeah, because she said, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> She went for dinner with both with um, Peter <laughs> yeah, Purvis yeah, and it wasn't a date. No, with um, Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis. I don't think it was a little three way. No, it wasn't worry. a three way. I think they just went for dinner. <laughs> they but... went for dinner, but then maybe after Maureen went, maybe Maureen had to go early. Maybe that's how it started. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, he does say he has admitted that in his autobiography, so it's it's not so it's, gossip. No, <laughs> we're not rumouring. We're not rumouring anything. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something about a trampoline then, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you went anyway, there. Uh, the abandoned planet. <laughs> uh, there's nothing much, again, there's nothing much to say about this episode. No. Again. Like, I I just do not know what to say about these episodes. It's, it's a shame because the 
the first eight Actually, are quite varied and there's lots going on. But it's not because we've had a curry and we've just... No, no, tired. I did. It's... I did actually enjoy it. This, like, I actually thought this one... This is like after the curry, isn't it now? Yeah. Just, okay, sorry, because I don't know the name. <laughs> this is post-curry. Post-curry is the abandoned planet. Okay, I've had some round cheese randoms as well, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm alert. So after curry, that episode, I, I did enjoy it, actually. <laughs> I, I know, I'm stunned. Because something actually happened... What? Like, you got to see the delegates again. Yeah. And it was, a f- and actually, all we were waiting for was for Chen to die. We had decided yes. before Curry, I think we talked about it over Curry, like, Chen needs to die. Oh, yeah, so this is where his spa takes off and blows up. Yeah, see, stuff happened. Like, Oh, yeah, okay, I remember so, that now. So all we've had is, like, like, Egyptians and it's just been rubbish. It's just been, like... What's it? The monk. It's all just been a load of crap for two. And before that, we've had New Year and Christmas. We've just had four of crap. So now we actually, we could have just got rid of four weeks already from this 12. So now we're actually back to the story. They finally, in the last like five minutes of that, they got back what they were after, which was the terrarium or whatever it was. I always think of like the plant. Like a. Terrarium. Terrarium. (laughs) So they get the training back. And they finally, like, the story can actually carry on again. So actually, I did enjoy it because I was like, thank fuck for that. We can actually, like, (laughs) round this up. Because you get back and you, you finally get... The things you know by this point are Chen is gonna die. Thank God. Because he is a pain in the ass. And when are they gonna do it? That is all I'm thinking about right now. And I, well, we both were. We were shocked because it looked like he was going through. And then the master dialect, or whatever he's called, superior dialect, uh, the superior dialect said, um, they said something like, shall we kill him? And he said, not yet. His ego is still... <laughs> His ego is still usable. Do you not remember? They said something, something like, like that. Yeah. Something like that. Because we were like, oh... Like it was mm. actually like we thought they were. That's when we thought he was going to get blasted. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, no, they're keeping him around but a bit they longer. Locked them all, they locked them all up in a yeah prison thing, and then Stephen and Sarah take on a lot of the action and they're investigating and they let them go. And so the bad point here is where the fuck is the doctor? Exactly, and we were both like, when's he going to turn up? Yeah, so that is why it was annoying because actually, in terms of the story, it's actually starting to get a little bit interesting. Like we're like, when is Chen dying? Oh my gosh, don't kill Chen yet. We finally get to see the delegates again. They all turn on him. That was exciting. I was like, yes, turn on him. It's all like, you know, riot. Like, wow, great. And then, and and also, like, the pace was good. Sometimes in Doctor Who, I find, with the longer stories, the pace is really crap. See, I thought the pace was slow. Uh, And I thought, because they found out about the delegates they weren't wafting around for ages finding them they found them quickly they got them out quickly they got in their spaceships quickly it blew up quickly like all that sequence happened i felt pretty quick whereas Mm. sometimes with that stuff they'll talk for ages about why they should be released you know i thought they were i thought they were talking too much even no i didn't think it was that bad it's been worse 
And the, maybe well, the, it's because I've had some sugar. But and then we finish with Chen not being blown up and saying, "Right, Stephen yeah. and Sarah and get into this underground thing." Yeah, well, the, you wouldn't have just because I because like when we saw it go up and it got blown up, I said like. We were both like, what? Spa? Spa has been blown up. Spa has been blown up. I was like, (laughs) you have to see him die. I couldn't remember. Yeah. And I just thought, no, that's just, you have to see him die on screen. You can't just see him blow up. But that was the other thing as well, because we're watching a reconstruction. There's also part of you that's like, is this just because it's a reconstruct? Like, yeah, you never know. You never know. So there was that element, and then he's there. We were like, oh. So actually, I did quite enjoy it. Because, but have we? We hadn't even seen the doctor yet. That whole episode, we didn't see the doctor. We did not see the doctor until they got into, like towards the end. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't even in that because they go into the thing in the next episode. In yeah. the next episode, and then later so on, he's playing an entire yeah. episode. He's pretty much, yeah. He's he, the start is the recording from the previous one, and they come out and he's he's not there. He's not in an entire week. Yeah, maybe that's why it felt a bit samey because it's. It's just them two, like looking yeah, for him. Just they're looking just talking. For him and they're Garlet's just talking about be... looking for him. Yeah. But all the other action I enjoyed. Yeah. Well, okay, Shit well, happened. Let's, it let's, moved. Let's go into the destruction of time then. Our finale episode. Yeah. <laughs> episode twelve. We got there. I felt slug. this was slow though. I felt this was even slower than before. <laughs> and yet time moved quickly in it. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Well, this this falls down because it's so visual. The time destructor is activated. The Doctor switches on the time destructor, which I don't think is a good idea. Well, he does it to scare them, doesn't he? Yeah, but then he leaves it on and everyone dies. (laughs) Yeah, but he has to, to burn it out, he said. What made me laugh was, so they go through all that, Sarah Rockstar, like, dies, and then... (laughs) <laughs> like, um, Stephen just walks out and turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's run out by then. I know, but it's okay. just funny. He's like, because I said to you, I was like, has he just turned it off? <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've got the Doctor and Sarah running with the Time Destructor. Things are starting to happen. Yeah. Sarah is ageing. And what are you thinking at this point? Are you upset? Are you surprised? Um, and then she falls to the floor, skeletal remains. That was sad, but I wasn't like, oh, I was were like... Were you surprised that she... Were you thinking she was the new companion? Um, I don't know. When I first started seeing them age, I was surprised, because I went, oh, she's getting older. Like, And I was surprised at that. Um, I didn't know, because she went back, that's never a good sign. But then I think of Stephen what he did I don't know I did wonder if she was going to be a new companion I think I would have liked her as a companion because she had a good bond because this is another Katarina situation where do you count Sarah Kingdom as a companion or not no she was just in this one story some people would say yes so the rules are see. so the Katarina rules I have is she went over for two different stories yeah so she counts Sarah then that wouldn't count because she is a pretty much a main guest star. Yeah. It gets a bit more complicated because there's a lot of audio stories and audio dramas that feature her and that she comes back in, set in between the Daleks' master plan stories. And 
I won't spoil it for listeners who haven't heard the Sarah Kingdom big finish audios, but they are amazing and some of the best. There's so many stories with her that then I, and I count those, so I think of her as a companion because she's not just done the Daleks Master Plan. Although it's all set within the Daleks Master Plan, these audio stories are many adventures and I feel like she's been in it enough. But if you're looking at the TV, some people, it's a more of a difficult question. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, out, so, um, uh, Keys and Marinus, were yeah. any of those people in any other stories? No. No. Or any other, is Edith in any other story? <laughs> no, I wish. No, no, I wish all these people were. Um, no. no, I know. So, yeah, I, I think the majority of people, I should have done a poll again, um, the majority of people would say no, I think. But it depends if you listen to the Big Finish audios or not, because I think if you do, then you probably do count her. Put one out after we finish talking today. Yeah, I'll today. put one out after today. So just it won't feature in this, but... Yeah, <laughs> do one later. Yeah. But it's going to be... It's not as clear as Katerina. Yeah. So. I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> but... It doesn't say in that Adrian Hill <laughs> interview, does it? Do you? So actually, it says, um, so it was known from the start that you were going to be killed off. And she says, I think at that time, the producers thought the public might not like to go straight from one girl to another. So they deliberately stack it. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to laugh because I'm answering so much from these two pages. <laughs> oh, sorry. So deliberately staggered it out with myself and Jean as two short-lived girls. That's just the weirdest answer ever because they always go from one girl to another. It's like the most normal Doctor Who thing ever. It's because she's not a good companion, <laughs> so she hasn't got a fucking clue, Mark. <laughs> And then the next question is, what about the costume you were given to wear? So, I mean, they... <laughs> what about uh, the costume she was given and to wear? Th- hang on, just on this. What do you remember about your second story, The Dalek Master Plan? <laughs> second story, yeah. second episode. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of charging about, hiding behind wooden sets and things. Tons of... Oh, <laughs> I remember this. Tons of close-ups. I mean, that is my main memory. Skulking about and saying, what next, Doctor? It was all fun, though. I don't remember the storylines. Of course you don't. You're in one. (laughs) You're in five episodes. The Daleks were in the studio, and one of my, what's that, Doctor, lines was said pointing at them. That is mainly what she said. There is an audio drama with Katerina as well. What was she doing? I won't say, because it's spoilers. Okay. I'll tell you off. Off mic. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> I'll decide if I'm first or not. Okay. I'll see if there's anything else in this interview of anyway. use to us. Um, well, hang on, we're talking about Sarah Kingdom. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were. So <laughs> We got that little nugget. Know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what brought it <laughs> So she's been, you know, she's been in a lot of episodes. She killed her brother. She did. We didn't like her at first. Did you, did you like her? I did. Would, if she had stayed on, do you think that would have? Would you have wanted her to stay on? Yeah, or? she worked well with Stephen. Yeah, but maybe it's because like he was sleeping with both of them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to say that. You knew it. I would have liked to see it because she's that space security agent. She's in that outfit the whole time. She's still doing her job. You'd like to see her in a jumper. 
<laughs> well, she's, well, it'd be good if she changed her clothes a bit. <laughs> clothes she stops watch. Off. She see a bit of fun when they have Christmas. She, yeah. You know, she does. She does all that. I think. I think she. If she is a guest star, she's a very good guest star. Yeah, but she's no different to some of the other guest stars, Mark. Oh, look at Edith. You freaking love Edith. Look. She's just a very good actor. I mean, like, we hadn't realised that she was the same actress that did the great speech. <laughs> and we loved that speech. That speech was amazing from... Well, Jean Marsh is great. Do you know yeah. Jean Marsh from... She's the witch in Return to Oz, I think? <sighs> don't know. I mean, I okay. probably, I, I probably she's do know. Of, she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, so, I mean, like, she's a, it's probably more that than look at this great character as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's a different type of... If you're looking at sort of Doctor Who girls we've had so far... Yeah. She's older than Vicky and Susan. Yeah. She's spacey and fighty, unlike Barbara. Yeah. She's a different kind of... And she's <laughs> not Katerina. No. So she's in that respect, different. she is completely different. So she stands out in that way. She's this sort of action... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would then, have liked, it would have been interesting to see her stay on a bit longer not, and f- not be a space security she's agent. The and good on. version of what's he calls from the. Um, that one you didn't like with the um, 60s space trooper women. Marga? Yeah. She's, she's not a Marga. No, she's a good Marga. Good Marga, yeah. It, like in terms of character equivalent. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's a good Marga. Because Marga is like fighter, space. Yeah, okay. Agent. But evil. Yeah. But evil. Yeah. You know? But she's not. She's mm. good. But she's like, you know, she's to the book. She she breaks the book, though. That's like, mm. she. but she's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I liked her. I did but like her. But we liked Marga. Yeah, but we liked her to hate her as a exactly, villain. Exactly, absolutely, because yeah. she was a great actress. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's so it. So I think it's, yeah. it's kind of a... You, you enjoy, like, the way that it's... Betrayed. Mm. So, Doctor collapses as well with this time destructor. Yeah. Not as a many lie lines down. to do. As a lie down. Yeah. Stephen is. Uh, what, what do you think of the ending then? Did it all wrap oh, up quite a lot? Or that line at the end? What was it? So he's like, oh, classic. And then Pete, I keep saying Peter Purvis because you say it. And then Stephen says, um, I wish Sarah could have seen the end. Yes, my boy. You know, Stephen, the one thing that Sarah lived for was to see the total destruction of the Daleks. And then they just got on it, on the, and that's it, that's the end of the episode. And I was like, 12 sodding weeks you'd have had of this, and that is how they end this story. 12 fucking weeks, that is how they end the storyline. What a waste. <laughs> Honestly, couldn't believe it. So it was it. a disappointing ending, a disappointing finale. Yeah, it was just wet. I think watching all of the Destructor stuff and the Sarah aging and all of those, I think you lose so much not having the visuals. I think... Because the whole thing, it was picture and the writing was just streaming across saying, the Doctor collapses, he drops the time to... But I think it's because... Stephen runs out and... There's no... There's no hope. It's very... 
bleak. It's just so bleak. So normally after something... So think like... Um, after any of the Dalek ones before, we've had something big happen. So we had Suze and... Yeah. I was going to say Suzanne. <laughs> Susan. Like, that is how distant in my memory she is. Uh, yeah, she's way off. She's way off. So Susan left. And that was a big moment. That was a big, like, change. It was a big, like, fresh, new beginning. The last one before, Ian and Barbara left. That was a big change, new beginning. This... Yes, it is sad. Nothing. Like, nothing. There's nothing. We haven't well, everyone's gained... dead. There's nothing. Yeah, there's, there's no one to talk to. Everyone's dead, and we haven't gained anything. Nothing's huh. been gained. We haven't... Like, Vicky went before, so it's not like we've lost Vicky in this or anything. That happened before. So nothing has been gained or lost. It's just... And it's, and it's not even... Like, we get the title of the next episode, don't we, which was... War of God. Yeah. So it's not even like they get onto something and move into the There's no the cliffhanger next... going into it, no. no. It is li- like there's no there's no hope. There's no like burst of energy into it. It's just Ugh. That's it, that's all I got. Ugh. Yeah, it's disappointing. Because you're not and then you see all the Daleks die and everything. But you're not I'm not bothered about that. No. The doctor got excited over like a Dalek squid or whatever it was. And that's what got Stephen upset. For all this twelve episodes, it is it's not and there wasn't really there wasn't music. No. There wasn't a pace that built up. No. In fact the pace just slowed down as they all slowed down and the time and the and the sand and everything. It it didn't race to an end to a finale. Not an explosive finale. I mean, maybe the Dalek watching the Daleks blow up, but there wasn't it didn't sit like from the reconstruction. It didn't seem like it was particularly exciting. It was all a very slow, uh, done. I can't think of any like even nowadays you wouldn't have something like that just end, just like that. You have something. You have like just some. You wouldn't just end it. You'd have some for in. A, I'm talking like in a continuing TV series, freaking casualty on TV, right? Like. People die on that, or storylines happen every week. They still, like, nearly always go to, like, the pub at the end of it. Or they go, like, they meet another character and have, like, a story, like, talk to the end with their... Something always... It never just ends. Or it ends with something dramatic to move it. It never just flat squid and... Oh, well, that's that. Like, literally, that squid summed up the end of that episode. That was the <laughs> highlight. And then it was just a downer. Well, maybe we'll have to see next week to see if it's mentioned or referred to. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm really not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I just think I it's think a shame. the production team, the writers, the actors are all just relieved that it's over. They're like, bring us a new story. Let's go somewhere else. Why did it go on so long? Twelve weeks is a lot. It was a lot, but you you still needed to like have pat yourself on the back, like well done. Have a bond. That would have been a yeah. perfect chance for them to bond. But they've just lost a lot of people. They've just lost Sarah. Maybe that's they're just sad. Stephen wears a tie. I just need to say. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> you're so close. In the publicity watch. photo used. He's wearing a tie. Yeah. Copying Ian. Yeah. 
Um, that would have been a lovely opportunity for them two to bond. I, that's where I'm going to stick with that. Well, they're off now together, so we'll see what happens next. Yeah, because they've just like been through something big and some big moments together. That would have been a lovely well, chance. Well, not really together. <laughs> not really together, but in theory, together. Okay, so highlights of these 12 episodes. Oh, okay. Give me three moments, memorable moments. A lot happens, let me just think. Katerina Button and pushing it is yep, probably that's one. Katerina, definitely. I don't know, because I can only think of big, big things, but 12 episodes is a lot. Like Feast of Stephen is a highlight. That's a good one, yeah. I, I, I liked the earlier episodes better than the later ones. That's the first four, where it's all kicking in. I and you really know liked something the happening. first four, and I just yeah. can't remember them. The first four with Brett on the planet. Brett. And they're all meeting all the delegates. The delegates. Like, yeah. I cannot remember any of this stuff because I'm scarred by these last four episodes yeah. right now. Yeah, it's a shame that so many of this is missing because I think if you could watch it all, I think we'd change our mind on quite a few things. Yeah, but probably not the end. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, or just seeing, you know, seeing the ageing and seeing the Ooh, actual time destruction. And another thing that we're missing, Chen's, like, second-in-command guy. Oh, that bold guy. He's great. What happened to him? What happened to he, him? He didn't get shot, did he? No, he's just back on Earth. Oh, that's a shame. You see, I'd rather him come back than the monk or someone. To, yeah. He should have come back. He would have absolutely made these last four so much more. He was great. Yeah. This, it's just stuff like that. that. Yeah. Mm, okay. But I, again, I think planning, I think they're right in these things. When they started, did they know exactly how it was going to finish? You don't know, you know? Yeah. It's just the way it is. It's just not. In it's just a head, bit of a mess. That destructor thing was a lot bigger. <laughs> well, it was quite big. It was like a. St- I thought it was something you walked into. <laughs> like I thought it was like human size. Not I can carry it. <laughs> I didn't expect the doctor to be carrying it. Yeah, it's supposed to like blow up planets and stuff. Yeah, so I thought it was like pretty big. And, like, because the Daleks don't have hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a little plinth, didn't they? Like, yeah. But, like, they obviously needed Chen to put it together. <laughs> well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, the trainium, yeah. Chen had yeah. to put it together, yeah. So, like, that's why in my head I was like, it's got to be something that... Like, how do the Daleks build things? they got their suckers. Or slaves or whatever. Because they used humans, didn't they, in Dalek Invasion of Earth? Yeah. So... They didn't have any humans on. They, they mm. must have, like... That's what I mean. And if you think about it, this was 13 episodes with Mission to the Unknown. Yeah. But I enjoyed Mission to the Unknown. Yeah, As that, a separate thing. Yeah. I enjoyed that yeah. that was completely separate. Mm. Yes. And anyway, we should wrap anyway. up. This has well, been yes, much we longer. Have, yeah, yes, Well, it's it's been an epic, epic time. Absolutely. I'm Three just weeks wondering... we've spent on this. Is there a, is there a last word from Adrian Hill? I'm just going to look Katarina. quickly. Um, we love Katerina what are your immediate plans (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping my eyes open for work it's a matter of contacting casting directors some of whom I'm still in touch with and putting myself forward so wish me luck I feel that's a nice place to leave it Um, so War of God next I won't tell the actual story title where are you hoping that we might sorry one more 
<laughs> I should have finished with this. Sorry. Okay. So I'll finish with this one. Do you have any definite ambitions, any roles you'd love to play? Oh, I always used to say when people asked anything well-written, that's what it amounts to. Huge, big, well-written, wonderful roles with lots of dialogue and no what next, doctors. <laughs> that's where we'll finish. That's a good place to finish. So what are you hoping it happens next? Where, where are we going to end up? What was it called again? So the episode is War of God, but okay. I won't tell you the name of the actual War story. War of God. Um, I think it's in the future. Rather than uh, rather than historical, we've had less historicals recently. So, other than like the recent Egyptian adventure, and but they've all been like any sort of historical things have been historical as such, more yeah. like cameo historical. Yeah. So future, I'm gonna say, but future, but past to where they are now. Yeah, okay, because they are quite far in the future. Yeah, so I feel like now I've got to, like, sort of do a scale of that. So future of where they are now, past of where they are now, or historical. That's going to be my new scale. Okay. Okay. Um, Or present day. Okay, so I'm going with future, but past of where they are now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. This right. is this it's, is Warner. Yeah, it's getting late. Like curry and curry and the abandoned planet. Uh, curry and a time destructor. And a bag of <laughs> Rancher's randoms. Yeah. That's what did it. Um, okay, so it's four episodes next anyway. So we're all missing. Sorry. That's fine. I'm used to it. But if you have got any of these in your basement, <laughs> let us know. I'm gonna make um, like a jingle. Of just that, like, like a, um, I, I can't think of what it'll be, but like, Mark's missing episodes. <laughs> or, Mark Ramp, Mark Ramp. <laughs> I'll have a thing. I haven't had a rant this time. I'm, I'm saving it. I can't talk. I rant it. all the time. I had some other, I did have something to say, but I can't remember it now. But we'll wait till next time. Yeah. It's not, it's the fact that it's that specific ramp. So yeah, I, don't, I, know, I know. I I run all the time. Yeah, but it's um, missing episodes. I can't help it. Mark Grant, Mark Grant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if they animated this one though. How um, epic would that be? God, it'd take them ages. Uh, oh yeah, it would be cool though. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks very much for listening, everyone. We made it through the Daleks Master Plan. I hope you did too. <laughs> I hope you did too as well. <laughs> so um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know about Sarah Kingdom. Let us know your thoughts. And all the other names I've named her. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you next week for a brand new story. Bye. Bye. To watch who. Hey, stop you who? What you talking about?